Today on City Wrestling Radio, Edge has been screwed out of winning the United States Championship for the second time. We'll take a look at this week's Monday Night Raw and the fallout from Elimination Chamber. Ariel Hawani made some interesting comments following, uh, well, he's had an interesting back and forth with Tony Khan. We'll look at that. And Mercedes Monet makes her in-ring debut for New Japan Pro Wrestling. All of that and more this week on City Wrestling Radio. Uh, hello there and welcome back to another fabulous, wonderful edition or episode, whatever you want to call it, of City Wrestling Radio. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined as always because, uh, well, usually it's earlier on Monday that you get you get me and uh, the Jose, Mr. Osegueda. I was, I was going to call you the Jose man, but I that would be weird. Yeah, rude. But, <laughs> but uh, Mr. Jose Osegueda, he's joining me, my co-host. How are you today, sir? I'm doing very well. Ladies and gentlemen, do yourself do yourself a favor and go watch Ant-Man, uh, Quantumania. I had fun. Uh, don't listen there to the critics. Go. It's a fun movie. Just go out and enjoy. Enjoy the movie. Enjoy the game. You know, there's a, I will be honest, there is one movie I'm looking forward to. Uh, one tell. superhero movie. I, I'm not a DC fan, but uh, that Flash movie, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it's got me interesting, especially when uh, they they showed Michael Keaton uh, returning as Batman as nostalgia. an old Batman. Yeah, nostalgia would always get you. Always uh, gonna get you. Oh, uh, I don't give a fuck about Flash. <laughs> I really <laughs> don't. Apparently, the, the was it Ezra Miller's quite questionable. So, oh, yeah. uh, and he's gone uh, after this movie, but that's fine. He's yeah. supposedly he's uh, rebooting the whole universe. Is okay. the vibe I'm getting? Yeah. So. We'll see exactly uh, how good that is. But nonetheless, we're not here to talk about America's love for superheroes. We're here to talk about Monday Night Raw because, oh, boy, uh, and, you know, and we'll talk a little bit of Elimination Chamber kind of throughout the show, too. You know, not uh, specifically at any moments, but, you know, uh, Jose, what did you think of uh, t- last night's Monday Night Raw? Um, It's fine. I'm looking forward to SmackDown more than than Raw nowadays. And that's yeah. weird because I used to be, you know, raw guy, raw, raw, raw. But nowadays, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to what Roman Reigns has to say. Well, you know, yeah, no. So, like, the show kicked off with Sami Zayn uh, greeting to a loud ovation from the crowd. Um, so, I mean, everyone's debating this. Should Sami have won at Elimination Chamber? What do you think, Jose? Oh, man. I mean, that's, you know, that, that it's up. it's up to opinion. It's yeah. how do you like your uh, toast done? Um, how do you like your eggs? Uh, yeah. Me personally, should I? Th- no, he shouldn't have won the title. What's more important, a, a Roman Reigns 1000 day run or a title switch at Mania or Sami Zayn winning now? I would say a title switch at Mania, possibly a 1000 day for, for Roman that supersedes Sami winning. I'm a huge Sami fan. I'm a huge fan of this angle and I can't wait to see where it goes. That being said, keep the strap on Roman for the time being anyway. You know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, this this was the moment. You only have this one moment. And yes, given you do only have this one moment. But I agree. I don't think Sammy should have won. And I agree with the way that WWE kind of went with what they did, because honestly, if Sammy to won those titles, that would have healed up Cody Rhodes in an instant you know mm-hmm. like people are like oh it could be a three-way at mania so you want cody rhodes to go win the titles against Sami Zayn at that point like th- everyone's gonna be rooting for Sami Zayn. yeah um so yeah in, in my opinion i think they made the right choice but yeah, and uh, make no mistake sammy sammy came off really really strong oh absolutely i mean uh He's probably like one of the, one of the top guys, top three or four guys in the company right now. So, yeah. Uh, but like I said, he kicked off Monday Night Raw greeting the crowd. Uh, Sammy expressed his gratitude, but felt guilty for not being able to put a storybook ending in front of his friends and family at Elimination Chamber. Uh, he called out Kevin Owens to the ring and proposed that they team up to take out Roman Reigns in the bloodline uh, as neither of them could do so on their own. However, Owens rejected the offer, stating that he fought the bloodline for himself and his family and suggested that Zane just ask his buddy, Jey Uso, to help him out. Good logic. How refreshing, right? 
Uh, and, you know, this whole segment, right? This whole beginning segment, any Sami Zayn segment, it's funny because I used to hate these like in-ring monologues or, you know, back and forth dramatic segments that they would have. But lately they've been having these moments where it's like Sammy and Cody, Sammy and Kevin, Sammy and Roman. And the crowd is just in the, like the whole crowd is just like, Oh my God, what's going on? Like they're watching it. Like they're watching a TV show as opposed to just like, you know, just chanting for the sake of chanting or keeping themselves awake, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And this had that feel to it because Kevin is screaming at him like, you know, I did it for my family. I didn't do it for you. I did it you for know. your family so they wouldn't end up watching you like I got. Like watching you get beat up like I got beat up. Yeah. Jeez, fucking dude. Uh, smart. Just, just hug smart. already. Yeah. They, they want to hug. Yeah. But very smart. Uh, you know, I totally agree with uh, going this route. I, like I mentioned, logic, man. Who would have thought it'd be so refreshing and so, you know, logical? Yeah. Uh, so Sami Zayn, uh, after Kevin Owens leaves, Sami Zayn's walking up the ramp and he's attacked by uh, Baron Corbin. Okay. Well, Baron Corbin th- did attack Cody last week, so it makes sense. Okay. Kinda. Now he's uh, he's trying to lay some sort of claim because you know he's having another downward spiral. Um, this guy can't catch a break. <laughs> he just needs to go back to his original gimmick. Grow his hair out. I mean, not even grow the hair out because he was balding. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, leave it bald, but go back to like the leather jacket and just be the like the the lone wolf, the badass that he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Baron Corbin cut a promo on Sami Zayn in the ring, calling him a fair a failure whose story was over after letting down all of Canada. Uh, even at this point, Adam Pierce and, uh, all the officials who are holding back Sami Zayn, uh, just kind of step aside. <laughs> They're like, eh, go for it. Yeah, then at sure. that point, yeah. uh, so, real. who, uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah. To the point where Adam Pierce is like, yeah, you can have at it. Well, you know, at that point, like it was in Canada, like it yeah. wasn't Montreal, I, like where they were in Ottawa, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, they still got the it's it's not the hometown feel, but they they're still everyone's still very over for you know Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. If Natalia came out, I'm sure she would have got a big ovation as well. I roll. <laughs> uh, but Sami Zayn versus Bar- uh, versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Sami Zayn won in about nine minutes. Corbin. Worked over Zane's bruise back, but Zane came back with a tornado DDT and a flip dive. Corbin hit Zane with a deep six for a near fall, but uh, eventually Zane uh, came on top with the haluva kick and the pinfall. I mean, it's Sammy worked a little harder than Cody did last weekend, but no way. Oh, no. Sammy is uh, working at 100%. The, the only thing about Sammy is that he hasn't. I don't want to say this, and I don't want anyone like I from my opinion, from my observation even at elimination chamber he's he hasn't performed to this level in a long time i feel like he's kind of been a comedy routine for the last three years or so in wwe it kind of gets the air out of your balloon right exactly and there was even some spots like i didn't want to say say he had like ring rust but Mm -hmm. there was a moment okay so Back in the day, Sami Zayn used to do this fucking great move. It was the move that literally got me watching NXT back in like 2017, where, you know, there's the corner of the ring and Sammy jumps through the ropes and goes over and then does like a tornado DDT on the person. He scraped himself on his chest really bad on Saturday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it looked like he had a scar there for the, yeah. like even yeah. tonight mm-hmm. or last night. And he just totally just landed on the mid ropes didn't even fall forward so i don't know i i i hope sammy gets back to the original you know i know he's a little older now mm-hmm. you know hopefully that's not anything to hold him back hopefully it's just you know uh performing at this level again is going to take some time to uh get back into the original ring shape that he was uh, so. you know what maybe even nix that move uh you know there's people that you know it, advance in their age and it's time to yeah. remove a couple moves you know we see it with aj styles we saw it with stone cold we see it with everyone so it might be that time to just eliminate that move yeah he's give a, it to a really good worker give it to ricochet or something uh, i don't know yeah yeah uh then we go backstage uh byron saxon had a sit down interview with rhea ripley and dominic mysterio 
uh, Ripley mentioned her focus is on always cracks me up. I'm sorry. Who, Dominic? Yeah, that whole anytime somebody got mad while I was locked up. Oh my gosh. It's gold. Like, you know what? Gold. Byron, I'll I'll show you, you know, like stop asking her these questions. Yeah, dude. Dominic's great. Um, the the only thing about it is they need to just kind of start pushing for what he's going to do towards mania. Like, I know we're six weeks away. We got time. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're uh, a week and a half out from a pay-per-view and we barely know half the card. Yeah. Like AEW revolution. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, I do love it. I I like how Rhea Ripley's going for the, uh, the women's title. I like, uh, I think Dom's going to be facing his dad at mania. I mean, it only makes sense. Yeah. Um, the only thing I would shift in this WrestleMania match with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, I think Beth Phoenix should be put in the match. And because, it might end up that way. Yeah. Be, yeah. Because, you know, she, she said she had unfinished business with Beth. And if you watch that mixed tag match on, uh, on Saturday, was it edge and Beth versus Finn and Rhea? Correct. Like, the words I was describing Brock and Bobby Lashley before I saw the two women fight were these two beefy beefcakes just <sighs> slapping each other, yeah. just slapping beef. And you know what? <laughs> these women did like 10 times that because they like did that Haas match to the umph degree. Mm-hmm. And these two women look like monsters in the ring, tearing each other up. Yeah, and I just want to see it again. And if you add Charlotte Flair to the mix, all the more better. Well, it is a two-night event. So there we go. Uh, also announced that it was going to be a face-to-face with Charlotte and Rhea coming up on SmackDown. Uh, then we have Kathy Kelly interviewing Austin Theory. Theory uh, expressed his annoyance with John Cena receiving more headlines than him with the upcoming his upcoming appearance because, you know, that's been mentioned so much in the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I think it was mentioned like once. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden he's like, I got this big problem. With John Cena, it's like, no, we, we get it. It's it's WrestleMania season. He's got to have a match. Mm-hmm. John Cena is like the new Undertaker, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Specialty, you know, coming out every, you know, one of the big four, most likely Mania. Um, and he's super attached to the U.S. title. So, you know, uh, of course, he'd be involved in this, right? Yeah. I guess I've said uh, it right so much. Yes, stop saying what? I gotta stop going right, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it, it's true though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Austin Theory, like I said, he's talking about John Cena. He was looking forward to defeating a legend like Edge tonight in Canada. Uh, just kind of going off about that. Next up, we had <laughs> the most filler match of filler. Phil, Phil, Phil. His name is Phil Brooks, and this Phil Brooks is filling this match. No, it's not CM Punk. It's Mustafa Ali defeating Dolph Ziggler. What? What? Why? Why? Do you see that backstage segment? What, that was aired it's, on the internet? Dude, that was really weird. Okay, first off, Dolph, I think, needs to go for a new look. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> I'm i really not one. I Just his look right now was great about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but he's really starting to look like Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah. Don't let's you cut, know what I mean? Cut the hair off. You know, Yeah, cut be, it short. Yeah, be the Ziggler you were when you first entered the uh, main stage. Yeah, uh, and that's fine I'm if you want to do that. Yeah. If you want to do the 80s rock and roll shtick, go yeah, for it. Yeah, go ahead. Get the bandanas on your wrist. Yeah, but cut the hair, man. Because the hair just looks dried out, and it did not I mean, look good. <laughs> I hate to be you know, the guy that knows about hair, but that thing looks damaged. No, my my I will be the first. My mom's a hairstylist. There you go. I was yeah. raised in salons. You know how many times like I just sat you know sat in the back watch people cut hair so like that's like the first thing i notice on people unfortunately yeah anyways mustafa ali dolph ziggler it was a match crowd was dead um there was a creative counter to a famouser though where ali uh hit a handstand to block yeah, yeah, the famouser uh, uh, we lost break. <coughs> yeah, yeah i mean that was a, f- a couple weeks ago right we saw something like that yeah. i think at um wrestle kingdom mm-hmm uh, then after the match, uh, so Ali won with the crucifix pin and the victory, but after the match, he was just kind of like clapping like, yeah, I want a match. Smile yeah. more, right? It's because I smiled. I just, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with Ali. They, they like, don't know how they don't know what they're doing. Like he has such potential 
and remember those great video segments he was doing like a couple years ago he had like a friend that was doing video segments for just solely him yeah. and they were great and he was putting it together and then all of a sudden he's like threatening to quit because his story is not being told mm -hmm. and then he's just like in retribution and now he's just like another mid card guy again yeah he was he was a hacker for christ's sakes <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it, it it i hate to see him you know in this position i just we'll see what happens i think they're setting a lot of guys up uh for the andre the giant memorial battle royal of course and i think they're giving a lot of people actual storylines going into it so you're gonna be like oh can this person win can this person win yeah because i think these are gonna be two of the guys that are definitely gonna be in that match yeah, they're, they're throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks yeah. uh kathy kelly backstage with miz and maurice uh where they're seen making out or sorry i don't know why i said like Crisley. uh <laughs> and they were seen backstage matt dude why is that show still on Which <laughs> how one? is that show? Crisley knows best oh yeah i don't know how that what I want the episodes of him in jail. Like, oh, dude, I think they're banking on that. I think they want that. Hey, y'all, today's my first day in jail, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do to make my cell a little nicer. They told me to sag my pants a little bit below my booty. <laughs> uh, so, Miz and Maurice, they're backstage making out. Uh, Maurice had an anniversary gift for the Miz, but, but the contents of the envelope were not... Uh, revealed i'm Miz intrigued i'm intrigued miss was excited about this gift but refused to disclose any details until next week Ooh, what could it be i mean uh, what could it be maybe he's gonna be in the next uh marvel movie i yeah i thought it was like because remember a couple months ago they were doing that storyline where miss was like getting an allowance from maurice uh yeah huh so i i thought it was some sort of like crazy big check and then he's gonna use that check to mm -hmm. whatever you know yeah i don't know well it, it is you know mania in hollywood so speaking of mania in hollywood okay let's talk about this right now for let the uh the we've only seen one so far of I'm, the, I'm the yeah. wrestlemania movie parodies mm -hmm. the tie-ins and it's Seth Rollins. He's doing uh, the Joker because, you know, that's a movie from what, two, three years ago? Yep. Todd Phillips Joker. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Uh, I get it. Seth Rollins, he's. He Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So he's singing and dancing like the Joker. Uh, but then it gets like super cheesy when Becky Lynch comes in and it's just like breaking this third, fourth wall where they're like, yeah, we're married. You're the man. We have a man cave. What? Uh, yeah, I'm crazy. I'm the Joker. Woo. I'm the woman. I'm Batman. Yeah. And to me, the only comparison I can say was like, and you might be able to get this, Jose. Like, remember the MTV Movie Awards in the 90s? That's exactly how this feels. When they had, well, no, they had the good parodies back yes, in the 90s. Right, right, and then the writers, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, they kept them going for years and all of a sudden they kind of get cheesier and cheesier and cheesier until one day they were just no longer there. Yeah. It, it seems like they're trying to force this one because the fans were like, Oh, we had these, we used, we did this one time. Mm -hmm. Let's do it again. You know? Yeah. And even this one, they were like, Oh, I'm singing about WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, you uh, miss a hundred percent of the swings you don't take. I mean, true true and, and oh, this is only the happens. first what happens? this is only the first video and yeah waiting to see what what other like parodies what, what would you want to see as a parody a movie parody well i i it's not what i want but i know what we will get is austin aries as somebody in top gun wait oh austin theory i mean austin theory why do i keep saying that uh, yeah. yeah austin theory as one of the uh top gun character maverick or or buzz Booster, or whatever his name is yeah. Is, uh, yeah goose yeah i don't know man i i still haven't seen that movie i heard it was good but it's uh, you know it's pretty good for what it is i wish i saw it in theaters how about that yeah and also they they um when they were doing the wrestlemania kind of like oh we have these matches already set they played the official song mm -hmm. and I mean, I guess like I'll figure out the name later, but it was like this like mellow, like calm, like wasn't even a hype song. It was just like this like soft, like, well, yeah. it's WrestleMania. <laughs> I have to go back and listen now. 
Oh. It was just like, I was like, oh, this song. I didn't even yeah. notice. Maybe that's why it kind of snoozed me. It was, it, it was more, it was more calming than um, a couple years ago when was it like um, Blinding Lights was the song mm-hmm. from the weekend, mm-hmm. which was a good song, but like I never felt like it was a good WrestleMania song because not, not even a little bit. Yeah, it never got me hyped. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, okay, back to Raw. Cody uh, Rhodes comes out to the ring. Uh, he uh, he only says one word before Paul Heyman cuts him off on the big screen. Heyman uh, had uh, both WWE titles uh, and declined Rhodes' invitation to come out to the ring. He's also sporting the neck brace from the night before after being classic, uh, classic. beat up. Oh, the second I saw him take that stunner the other night, I knew he was going to be wearing a neck brace probably mm. for the next month and a half. <laughs> if it's not six months. <laughs> uh, Heyman stated that Rhodes couldn't beat Roman Reigns, but made him uh, imagine his life if he did beat Re- Roman Reigns. Uh, Heyman mentioned the busy schedule of Reigns as champion and his life away from home. He suggested that <clears throat> that Rhodes and his wife wouldn't be happily married if Rhodes won the title, even suggesting that he, Paul Heyman, might <laughs> creep in and swoop Brandy Rhodes away from him. He said, well, the tribal leader, he's a married man, but I'm not. <laughs> whoa paul like jesus christ he is throwing down the gauntlet at that point like i think cody should demand a match with paul Heyman now like this has gotten more personal with paul Heyman than it ever has with roman reigns he should demand a match with paul Heyman. how about that jeez yeah no absolutely this is crazy well if there's any if there's ever an opportunity to bring her in it's on a two-night wrestlemania no that's true uh, Rhodes introduced, uh, addressed the camera and instructed Reigns to refrain from sending Paul Heyman to interrupt him again. Uh, although they do not have, uh, they have not met in person. He has promised Roman Reigns that they soon will. Rhodes acknowledged Reigns as the best universal champion in history and the current top champion in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny to me. Uh, but he was uh, determined to finish the story by defeating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Uh, no, I mean, great segment. Uh, Cody has a lot of heat uh, or a lot of passion at the end of this, even shaking as he's saying the last couple lines into the camera. So great on him. I can't wait to see him win the titles. If he doesn't win the titles at Mania, I'm going to be kind of pissed. Me too. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm legit going to get on here and be like, I'll reframe you guys. My, I don't want you to get that episode. So yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't like the reference of a story being brought up twice. Uh, Cody brought up this. I'm going to end this story the right way or whatever he said at the end. Right. Um, Sammy said the same thing too. Yeah. They've been kind of going with that. Both. They've both been doing that same thing for the past few weeks. This is yeah. my story. This is my story. And I think they might be doing that with WrestleMania in general because, mm. you know, Hollywood stories. Uh, yeah. Didn't put that together. I, I, I don't know. That's yeah. just what well, I it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, next up, we have Oscar defeating Nikki Cross. Um, so, okay. It's a, it's a pretty decent match. I'll be honest. Bianca Belair came out to the ring, though, as soon as the match got started. Uh, Cross was able to hit a reverse DDT after Oscar kicked the ring post. Oscar fought back with uh, strikes, German suplexes, and one. Uh, with that new uh, Rings of Saturn style submission that she's mm-hmm. doing. Uh, after the match, Belair entered the ring for a stare down with Oscar, but uh, it turned uh, weird, <laughs> to yeah. say the least. Yeah. Am I, when, am I the only one that's tired of people pointing at the uh, WrestleMania sign? Oh, tired dude. Of it. I think everyone was tired of it like five years ago, and yeah. we've just given up on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what else I'm sick and tired of? What's Wrestlers that? saying that they're sick and tired. It must, have, it must have been mentioned on uh, Dynamite like a hundred times last week. Oh, my, I'm sick and tired. My favorite one is uh, I'm going to do this tonight in front of each and every one of <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, that and this six foot four, 250 pounder. God. Yeah. Okay. Something should be, if anything is a banned word, it's uh, phrases. These are but phrases what if, that should be banned. But what about blue goo? that is awesome i dug it you know what she's saying by spewing the goo what she's saying i could i could have sprayed it in your face but i didn't i'm just gonna show it to you remind you it's there 
I mean, hey, I like Oscar's new gimmick. I hate her new song. I fucking hate it. But um, I, well, well, to be fair, I can barely hear it because the the crowd is so juiced. That's true. Um. So next up, Kathy Kelly backstage. Uh, she's interviewing Carmella. She asked Mella if she had a new strategy making it to WrestleMania. But Carmella replied, it's only been 48 hours since Elimination Chamber, and she hasn't had time to come up with a plan yet. Give her about 15 minutes. <laughs> she, she didn't say give her about 15 minutes, yeah. but it literally is like 15 minutes later. She's back yeah. there with Adam Pierce. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what's up? Can I have a match? Sure. Kathy Kelly told me I should think of something, so I did. <laughs> That's true. She's like, oh, thanks, Kathy. I'm going to go talk to Adam Pierce. Um, afterwards, Kathy Kelly caught up with, uh, Seth Rollins, who was nearby. Seth, uh, was interviewed by her and, uh, he warned Logan Paul that there was another side to him and threatened to hurt him, uh, after, after he interrupted the Hell in the Cell match this last weekend, costing him the United States. A lot of people being cost United States titles around here. That's the theme nowadays with the U S title. Jesus. Um, uh, but, uh, Logan Paul was not present. Roland says he wanted to focus on making the Miz suffer in his place yeah. tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Montez Ford is okay. Oh yeah. Him being hurt was just a little, uh, entrance way, breaking a little, you know, door through the cage. So Logan Paul can come in. He's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, he's fine. I cannot, I, I know it's going to suck to see one day, see the street profits break up, but Jesus <sighs> it, it's happening. It's slowly happening. I've been saying it for years, ever since they were in NXT. Montez is going to be world champion one day. Hmm. Well, the U.S. champion, definitely. Yeah, uh, he could be U.S. champion right now. He could be U.S. champion right now. Um, I think uh, it was some build. And I think, you know, uh, with a little added extra muscle on his uh, top layer. And uh, his bottom layer, too. Those legs are pretty chickeny. He, he, he's a skinny guy. Yeah, Very athletic. Leg day. Take some protein shakes. You'll get given. I, I, I'm the exact opposite of him. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, talk I'm to Otis. Talk to Otis for a little bit. See what he. There, there we go. He has. Um, uh, and you know what? Dawson's doing some good work lately. That it's, and he's been you know uh, working out and showing yeah. the muscles and stuff. Oh, it, it's Dawkins. You know, yeah, Dawkins. You you know that's the thing though is like once they break up, it's gonna be like the case of heavy machinery. Once they they broke up, it was like Otis and Tucker. Otis got the spotlight and he moved on to better things, and Tucker just. Faded into obscurity. I I fear the Marty Janetti. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so we'll see. But uh, Seth Rollins defeating the Miz uh, uh, via referee stoppage after hitting him with multiple curb stops. Uh, And I do like how the referee was like, you better stop, Seth. Mm -hmm. And then Seth doesn't stop. He's like, all right, you win, Seth. (laughs) (laughs) Hollywood. How does that fucking make sense? Like. My boss doesn't tell me to stop doing something, and I do it. And they're like, all right, you get a pay raise. <laughs> uh, Rollins and The Miz go back and forth with Miz hitting a code breaker and the uh, the kind of Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson-esque running knee strike from uh, for near falls. But Rollins ultimately prevailed. Uh, so, I mean, it was a good match. I mean, whatever. It was The Miz, Seth Rollins. Yeah, time filler. Uh, Adam Pierce uh, agreed to give Carmella a match with Oscar while they were backstage because she was so nice and approachable. <laughs> I um, I do love later that Corey Graves is like, "Hey, uh, can we uh, just cancel this match, please? I, I I don't want my wife to be killed by Oscar next week, <laughs> yeah, please." Yeah. Uh, and that's when uh, Adam Pierce gets a phone call from Chelsea Green, who was mistakenly sent to Ottawa. Illinois. Oh boy. <laughs> Wowzer. No. Oops. I mean, where are they going with uh with Chelsea Green? I don't know, but they they are they are making some damage. Yeah, and it's some, like anytime it might be irreversible damage and she might not be able to come back from this. Yeah. Because every time she's in a match, she's like in a match Swash. where she's yeah, getting swashed. So I mean, I don't know. At a certain point, like yeah, the whole like, oh, big superstar coming in, big debut, and then they get squashed is funny, and it's like it's something to do. But when you keep doing it every single week, you, you think I, it's going to lead to hubby coming back? Oh, it, uh, one day it'll happen. I mean, he was oh. posting a while ago. Hey, who's to say he doesn't show up at WrestleMania? You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. So then, backstage in front of a mirror, Chad Gable is practicing his uh, modeling moves with yeah. Otis. 
But now it, this is because they want Otis, so he's trying to get in the club too. Is that what's going well, on? Well, well, he 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 doesn't think they want Otis. He thinks they want him. Oh God! It, wasn't it apparent that they? Okay, continue, please. Oh, they apparent? <laughs> yes, they. It is very apparent, but it's Chad Gable, so uh, mm-hmm. now know, it's more sh- apparent than ever. He shushes himself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but no, Chad Gable is great. So he's backstage uh, doing his modeling routine, and then Bronson Reed interrupts and asks if this is how. This is how you prepare for a match. I, I don't I'm not going to do the New Zealand accent, but because uh, I can't. Uh, Gable <laughs> explained that he was about to get the significant modeling career and uh, Reed threatened him setting up the match for tonight. Um, uh, then we had Ding Dong Hello with Bailey and uh, Damage Control. Mm-hmm. So here's uh, here's what I heard happen. Apparently. Trish Stratus was scheduled to be in this uh, in this segment, mm-hmm. but left because I guess created differences or they just went a different way. Hmm. It, it, it's not exactly like she left like, fuck this. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. She didn't. It, it's not exactly like that. We don't know at this point. Um, I'm still waiting to hear my sources. So meaning okay. the other dirt sheets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You'll find out what they find out. Exactly. Um. So it's not exact. So we don't know if maybe they switched up the WrestleMania match. You know, uh, because there was talk of of Trish, um, Lita and Becky versus da- the All of Damage Control. Hmm. But uh, now we're apparently getting uh Becky Lynch and Lita versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky next week on Raw. So for the titles, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the whole ding dong hello segment, it, it was just basically led up to that. There was really nothing to it. it I, the one thing I will say about this, it felt a little slapped together, very um, like five people were kind of out there, like, hey, yeah. woo. Shits and giggles, yeah. And Lita's not the best at freestyling there, you know, being um, light on her feet when it comes to the microphone. Um, so the way she verbalized having having to be champions before wrestlemania it just hit the ear odd you know what i mean yeah um, Wait, what you're not fighting at wrestlemania you're fighting next week but they never said next week yeah until yeah until later like, in later the in the yeah. night yeah mm-hmm. uh they all argue and and then like lita and becky just grab the title belts off of eo and dakota like they literally rip them off their waist and hold them up high and it was yeah. just like what like like you what turn hill in one flash all of just, them take it into the into the locker room. That was that was a half a step from there. Yeah, it was dim. Uh, next up, Bronson Reed defeating Chad Gable. It's good match. I, I will say this: I'm not a huge fan of Bronson Reed, but I feel like with this match, like he fucking him and Chad Gable, Chad Gable hitting those German suplexes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even you know, uh, was it Bronson Reed hitting like those dives? They look mm-hmm. massive and Bronson Reed. I'll be quite honest. I don't think a lot of people are big on Bronson Reed. Uh, he he gives off impact vibes to me, but okay. Until he gets on that top rope <laughs> and jumps off because he comes out and the crowd is dead. And they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. What? And then they see him and Otis come face to face in the match. And they're the crowd goes fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the crowd goes crazy again when he uh, went off the top rope. So he looked very agile on that. Absolutely, yeah. Like he hopped up there, like boom, boom. I'm all gone. Yeah. Uh, Gable eventually became distracted when Otis was engaged in conversation with Maxine Dupree. Uh, you know, she was trying to court Otis and enjoying maximum male models. And I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I, w- I have to see that in a photo shoot. It's going to be great. Um, Reed capitalized. He's going to get his ass kicked in the photo shoot. You know that, right? Oh, by uh, by the other two guys, Masse yeah. and um, God, what's the other guy's name? Masse yeah. and yeah. Not me. I don't pay that much attention to those guys. I <laughs> Sorry. Forgot that host, that's, that host, that's how memorable they are. That's how memorable yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Elias uh, came out to get his weekly paycheck. <laughs> You're right. You're 100% right. I mean, he came out, he uh, he says, who wants to walk with Elias at WrestleMania? And Bobby Lashley came out and um, attacked him, put him in the hurt lock. And uh, apparently Lashley doesn't want to walk with Elias at WrestleMania. He just kind of wanted to beat his ass. So 
Uh, Lashley claimed that no one could escape uh, his finishing move, not even Brock Lesnar or Bray Wyatt, and issued a warning to everyone in the back. Yeah, once again, Lashley makes us miss MVP a little bit more. So, I, and we didn't even bring that. I didn't. I don't think I wrote that down. So earlier in the night, Brock Lesnar was challenged for a WrestleMania match with Omos. Yeah, that's I don't, that's not fucking gonna happen, right? Omos. That's not gonna happen, right? I fucking hope not. Yeah. Like that is horrible. Like, and you know, we heard in the past Brock Lesnar is not the best to work with when he doesn't want to do something. You know, mm-hmm. an example: Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, he what four way dance. Lashley oh, Bray, no, Omos, no. Brock, no, no. It's a two night opener, night one. <laughs> just, I just want, I just want Brock and Bobby again, one on one, Steel Cage or something, man. Isn't, isn't it getting old though? Steel Cage, they've had it, like regular matches, like seventeen times, mm, four times, I think, I three times, felt like four hundred. Uh, next week on Raw, we're going to see Dakota Kai and Io Sky versus Becky and uh, Lita for the tag titles. Candice LeRae versus Piper Niven in a segment that was erased from the West Coast. Did you see the Candice LeRae segment? I didn't. Yeah, uh, I think that was erased from the, the West Coast feed. Wait, wait. I did see what happened. Um, what happened? Candice uh, LeRae and Piper Niven. I didn't see that. I did not see okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. So there was a whole segment about that. In there. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oscar versus Carmella. Brock Lesnar responds to Omos's challenge. Uh, and uh, Ms. TV. Mm-hmm. So uh, backstage in an interview with Byron Saxton, Edge expressed his happiness about Judge or his happiness that Judgment Day is uh, behind him and his happiness with his wife, Beth Phoenix, and her being back home with the children. He stated that he could now concentrate on uh, winning a title because he said, man, it's been a long time since I've held gold here. Uh, Referring to Theory's quote-unquote forever reign, Edge warned him that uh, nothing lasts forever and how quickly things could, uh, you know, tides can turn. Mm -hmm. So then we have the main event, Theory versus uh, Theory defeating Edge. Uh, Well, wait, no. Oh, wait, hold on. We did get a Candice LeRae segment, but it was with Nikki Cross, right? Okay. Was it? Okay. Maybe we did get it. I, maybe I but I don't it. remember. I don't remember what's That's when I dozed off. I don't That's remember Piper being involved okay. in that. Maybe they just mentioned it. They were talking about uh, Gargano. Uh, how's okay. he doing? How's he doing? She's like, oh, he's doing great. Uh, wait, Nikki, oh. come here. What are you doing? Why did you follow me? Because I don't have any friends. All my friends are gone. I'm all alone. Ah! Oh boy. Okay. Uh, well, main event time. Um, theory was it theory that defeated? Okay, so it it ended in DQ, right? Mm. Or no, it was pinfall victory. No, theory got the pinfall. Yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. To, West Coast staying up this late is hard. Yeah, I will be honest. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the theory defeated Edge back and forth between the two. Last oh, about eighteen right. minutes. It, it was uh, it was a uh, Finn, Finn interfering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Edge started strong, but Theory gained momentum and took control using a variety of moves to wear Edge down. Despite a valiant effort, Edge was ultimately defeated when Finn Balor interfered, allowing Theory to get the pinfall victory. After the match, Balor continued the attack on Edge, much to the disappointment of the crowd. See, look at that. Fan- yeah. I, I painted a picture for you with my writing right there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, three coups de grace. Nice. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited. If that's the, if that's the rest, that's going to be a good WrestleMania match. That, that I'm looking forward to that. That's night two, second and, to last, right before the main event. And, you know, I've heard that they don't want to bring the demon back, which I don't think they should do. Leave the demon. We don't need the demon. The, Just, demon, the demon's face, by the way. So Yeah, the, de- the, yeah, the demon's a face. And the demon died a long time ago when he faced Brock. Oh, jeez. So. Sad, sad. All right. Monday Night Raw is in the books. I want to talk. I want to talk Ariel Hawani and Tony Khan. Okay, let's go. Because holy shit, things uh, kind of went off the deep end uh, this last weekend. <laughs> or I would say, like, was it Friday night that things started to go off? So mm-hmm. this last Friday night, Ariel Hawani uh, 
appeared on Friday night SmackDown in the crowd. Cause you know, this is Montreal. They were in Montreal. I believe it's his hometown or it's a town where he was, he was raised in parts of his life. Um, so, you know, a pseudo hometown. Um, uh, so he was there at, uh, SmackDown and he was doing like ring, like a couple of ringside things. Like he was in the crowd, like, Hey, we're here in Montreal. This is going to be a great for Montreal. The crowd's hot. You know, George St. Pierre, uh, it was hot for that. It's going to be hot for this. We're looking forward to a new champion and kind of hyping up the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nobody thought anything of it. I never, I was like, Oh, I, Ariel I Hawaii. barely noticed him. Huh? And then apparently, uh, he's backstage. It cuts to him. Uh, or it's not, he, he backstage, the camera cuts to him, but he's backstage. And apparently he looked at his phone to see a tech or a, a tweet hmm. from AEW owner and ring of honor owner. Uh, Tony Khan saying, you're a fraud, Ariel Hawani. You're as legitimate of a reporter as Tony Schiavone. Hashtag AEW Rampage. Uh, I don't get it. So uh, my theory to what he's trying to say in the tweet in the tweet is saying that um, you are not a legitimate reporter. You don't have any credibility, Ariel Hawani. Um, because you are doing ringside reporting in WWE, which means you are a kayfabe character. Mm-hmm. So fine. I mean, sure, whatever. That being said, um, Ariel Hawani did respond to Tony Khan that night. He says, thanks for watching, old friend. Can't wait for our next chat. Also, don't listen to the snowman, Shivani. You're a legend in my books. Oh, was he talking about doing cocaine? Well, he said it was he said it was snowing in uh in uh in Montreal. He, mm-hmm. he didn't know if it was snowing anywhere else. But uh, <laughs> okay, I mean like it is out of left field. It's crazy. Uh the whole snowman comment, it it it's I mean, what? Is it something you do as a journalist? Probably not. But that being said, Ariel Lawani didn't make comments th- today earlier today on his podcast on the MMA hour, kind of discussing the entire situation and spoke about his experience this weekend uh, and kind of talked to said, Hey, like when I report MMA, I have credibility. I am a legitimate reporter. He says, I am not, he goes, I don't consider himself. He doesn't consider himself to have the same amount of credibility when he's doing wrestling stuff. He's just looking to have fun. And he's, he said this was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. How can he pass it up? He's not going to pass up something like that. God willing, he should never pass up something like Nobody should ever pass up an opportunity to do something they love yeah. uh, just because somebody online is saying they shouldn't. Or yeah, somebody, and, you know what I mean? Yeah, and they mentioned that um, they've only done maybe six premium live events, right? Premium live yeah. events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can you miss an opportunity like this? Yeah, hey, they come at me and they ask me, Yes, please. I'll be there. Hey, if AEW wants a voice for San Francisco, I mean, what better San Francisco podcast than the the one with the orange and black logo, right? Exactly. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's funny to me because like like I said, okay, let's 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 be real about this, though. I mean, there have been rumors about Tony Khan for years, you know, being somewhat of a a loose cannon at times, you know, there have been rumors of drug usage and I mean, it's all alleged. We don't know. I don't know, but Ariel Hawani is clearly hinting at something there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the tweet itself that Tony Khan sent out kind of had vibes, kind of had those vibes, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to see first off, to openly acknowledge that you're watching SmackDown, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then to say like, you, to throw his own guy under the bus, Tony Schiavone. Yeah. And you, you know, I, I get what he's trying to say. He's like, Oh, you're, you're not a, re- you're not a reporter. You're a, you're a ringside commentator now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tony Schiavone, I believe has a little credibility in the Atlanta in the atlanta sports uh, scene yeah yeah, i think he did braves games he might he might have done some falcons games maybe uh some georgia bulldog games probably um yeah he's huge he's huge in the area so yeah i mean i i 
I think Tony needs to take his hand off the Twitter button, Twitter app or get off Twitter for a minute. Maybe he should uh, have someone else run it for a while. Yeah. And then now there's like right after there was like, oh, this big announcement this week by Tony Khan on AEW. I'm like, I wonder what that's going to be. It's it's going to be something that Tony Schiavone is going to say that it's going to say, oh, tonight, huge interview by or a huge um, announcement by Tony Khan. And then they're going to be like, well, guys, I just heard Tony Khan announced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, But I mean, hey, it's remained to be seen what what's going to happen going forward. I do like, though, how WWE, <laughs> they jumped all over it, man. All over it. Because when uh, they cut to Ariel Hawani on at Montreal in the Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. like he's sitting right next to George St. Pierre. He's backstage the entire night. And Michael Cole cuts to Ariel and then goes, that's the unbiased journalist, Ariel Hawani. <laughs> and didn't they give him like a nice, uh, a nice segment, a pre pre-show? Yes. Yes. Like what this means for Montreal. Like mm-hmm. what? The, yeah, absolutely. They did a pre-tape segment with him. Yeah. So, it was, it was, oh, he talked about it on the podcast that, that he was thinking about writing like a, a little short story or a blog. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, hey, follow your dreams. Yeah. And Ariel Hawani, I think that's what happened. And I think somebody took it personally. And yeah. fuck it, man. I think we move on from that because like, hey, what else are you going to say at the end of the day? You know, like you could talk about that interview Tony Khan did with Ariel Hawani until mm-hmm. the, our faces turn blue. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah. But it's, don't expect any AEW talent on that show anymore. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, what else happened this weekend in the Bay Area? Battle in the Valley happened this weekend. Say what? Uh, I know, right? Sorry, I'm a, I, I'm getting to that point. It is late, there, late, late night yeah, for us. We're hitting, we're hitting the wall. Yeah. All right, so a uh, bunch of matches uh, that happened. Um, but few fucking notable names in attendance. Did you hear about this? I did not. Um, so Bailey was in attendance. Oh, look no at way, Ho- no way. Jose was in attendance. No way. And CM Punk was in attendance mm. because a lot and CM Punk sat in the crowd and I have seen multiple pictures of people just like getting selfies with him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's funny. Uh, so a lot of people on hand for Mercedes Monet's debut, but of let's course. go through the, uh, the results just real quick. Alex mm-hmm. Coughlin defeated J.R. Kratos by pinfall. David Finley defeated Bobby Fish by pinfall. Uh, Kushida and Volador Jr., Kevin Knight, and the DKC defeated Mascara Dorada. Uh, Josh Alexander, Adrian Quest, Rocky Romero by pinfall. Kenta defeated Fred Rosser to become the uh, the strong open weight champion. The Motor City Machine Guns defeated uh, the West Coast Wrecking Crew to retain their strong open weight titles. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeated Jay White in a loser leaves New Japan match. Shocking. I mean, we've been talking about this for weeks. Jay White yes. leaving and doing mm-hmm. his own thing. Where do you think Jay White's going to end up going? Because I'm mean, his time in New Japan, it's done now. I mean, yeah, there's he, no... he has ties to AEW with, uh, you know, fellow uh, New Japan compatriot, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. He has ties at Impact, but I'm sure he doesn't want to downgrade his life. I'm sure Triple H has had some interesting conversations, so I'm not going to predict. I'm just going to be interested to where he goes. Does he want to be Seth Rollins 2.0? Does he want to be his own entity in AEW? We'll see. You know what? I, uh, I I could see that. I think the smartest bet is WWE. I, I really do. I because that, that's we can agree that that is the big time, right? That's the major leagues. Well, it's not even just the big time. It's because like look at the future of WWE. Like you have like, it's, it's on an upward trajectory. Mm-hmm. You have people, a lot of people talking about going to the company now that's under new, pretty much management. Uh, there's talks of Kota Bushi maybe one day uh, going to WWE. If the, you know, if he can set up, he said, if he can train the next generation of talent, he would mm-hmm. sign with WWE as like a trainer slash uh, performers that type would role. Freaking awesome. Yeah. And have him, uh, Kota Ibushi, as one of the main trainers in, in NXT. Fucking yeah. Christ, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, 
to me and and you look at you look at AEW and yes they they're a fun company they have great matches but like it's been falling flat lately dude like it, it the problem it, is they need writers like professional writers not wrestling guys because they got the wrestling down packed they got oh, their, absolutely yes their agents are there doing what they're supposed to be doing and they tell the good story in the ring they need a good story out the ring so it's like get that, they're gonna have the total package AEW is like when you go like when you know when you have a local indie promotion but you go to every show mm-hmm. and you're like okay like random match great match great fucking wrestling but at the same time what's the story mm-hmm. yeah i know why they're fighting but i don't know the whole story yeah something, yeah something feels missing sure one big monkey wrench in wwe is the pending sale that would worry me so any contract you sign must be short term uh yeah yeah no i can see that um because like if it is going to end up in the hands of saudi arabia or mm-hmm. saudi arabia then yeah I mean, you want to consider, and the short contract goes both ways with AEW. Just in case WWE just gets their shit together, you know, ownership wise, yeah. yeah. Then you can make the tra- you know, the the transfer easy. It's same thing with staying at WWE. Do I want to stay here after management changes? Then it's a shit show, and you're gonna wish you weren't locked into a five year deal. No, that's absolutely true. You know, you don't want to see Jay White, you know, running around for, you know, the 24-7, a, a re- reignited 24-7 title. Uh, on WWE.com only. <laughs> on the bump. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will always remember Jay White for, okay, so I went to a Halloween wrestling show like in 2018. And I dressed as John Cena because it was like an easy costume to buy. I remember like that. Like, yeah, a t-shirt, hat, and fucking armbands. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jay White goes, Oi, it's supposed to be John Cena? That's cool. <laughs> I, I just, I, I actually, I want to create a book with just one-liners of re- things wrestlers have said to me. <laughs> Coffee table book. Nice. Let's do it. Yeah. And like uh, one from Matt Riddle was like, oh, they got pizza here? nice <laughs> that is an actual quote matt riddle said to me Good, so yeah. yeah given his questionable lifestyle uh, choices nowadays anyways well, let's so jay white come. wherever yeah wherever, wherever you go good luck good luck buddy hey if you want to come do an episode with us for i'm not gonna pay you and uh sometimes i go long sometimes i set up late mm-hmm. uh, sometimes i forget to hit record but did you hit record today Oh, yeah, we're good. Okay, okay. Technically, we're live, but nobody's okay. watching because we don't stream. So yeah. not yet, at least. Uh, Tom Lawler defeated Homicide in a filthy rules match. Uh, Dude, that was really spot. cool. I, t- I turned, I tuned into that. I was like, "Wow, this is pretty cool." Yeah, I've it was seen one of those fun match. Uh, yeah. It was like a blood sport type match. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one point though where <laughs> fucking uh homicide hit tom lawler with a death valley driver off the ring into like a fucking door but just like right onto the floor man dude man <laughs> and and then tom goes for the uh the fly or the falling headbutt which i saw t- last night on raw too is that chad gable did the falling headbutt i'm like mm-hmm. stop just stop doing the falling headbutt yeah. we don't and i don't want to hear anyone defend it just no. Stop using your head as a fucking weapon. It's yeah, just idiotic. W- one word, ben- Benoit. Yeah, I mean, even the creator of it, Harley Race, was like, "No, dude, this is the he like, like he's like, I am disappointed that I made that move. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I he's really got made. all kinds of like head and neck problems, right? Uh, Harley Race has passed, right? Yeah, now he's passed. Yeah, mm-hmm. believe I believe Harley, but I believe he did. Yes. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Clark Connors via submission in a TV title match. And uh, Mercedes Monet defeated Kyrie to win the IWGP Women's Championship match in 26 minutes and 47 seconds. Jose, what did you think of Mercedes' debut in New Japan? Uh, dude, um, cool, I guess. Not sold? Um, not 100%. Um, I'm down with it though. I can't wait to see where it goes. Well, my girlfriend really likes Mercedes Monet now, so that's yeah. cool. I guess yeah. mm-hmm. get a different fan base in there. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, like, yeah, it, it, I'm not. It, it was definitely like better than I expected. Mm-hmm. 
Um, at the same time, I didn't think like, I can't compare this to the Bailey, Sasha Banks, you know, Brooklyn NXT fucking banger of a match. Mm-hmm. You know, Sasha, just like I've, I, I will talk about people's, you know, look sometimes with, I've said about men, I'm going to say it about Sasha or sorry, Mercedes. She just kept adjusting her wig throughout the entire match. And it kind of took me out of it. Like every five seconds, you just see her. She's like Ronda Rousey adjusting her gear. Yes. With her tights. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, vibe I got. Yeah. So to me, it was just kind of like, okay, like just don't wear so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had so much like accessories on, like she had like leg warmers. She had like a, a, a middle piece. She had like an outer piece and then they kept coming off. Yeah. Through the Haven't mat. you learned? I mean, there's been times where a bunch of old school divas had those, you know, those weird warm leg warmer things that look like curtains on their knees and they, 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 they always fall off and you're always pulling them up and it just throws the match off completely. And but, given, okay. What I think she was going for, I think she was going to try to do. I don't know if you've ever watched. Have you ever been to a drag show, Jose, ever have, in your life? I have not. I'm sorry. Okay. Have you ever watched RuPaul's Drag Race? Once? The, the wife has said, hey, okay, check this out. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, kind of know what a reveal is, right? Like, mm-hmm. when like they're like wearing one thing and then they just take it off and they're all of a sudden wearing something different. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she was going to try to do. Mm-hmm. Like, at a certain point of this match, she was just going to like take the two leg warmers off, take the mid piece off, and then be like, Oh, it's game time now. No, no, she was going to do a Hector Garza or what's his name? Angel Garza. Yeah. His dad. <laughs> or his, his dad or uncle's dad, right? Well, his dad had to rip off his own pants to make Angel. So <laughs> his dad right, did it right. too. So. You're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, but I will say this about Mercedes. Um, at Wrestle Kingdom, she hit her she hit her finisher on Kyrie. Oh, and they practiced like, that. It looked <laughs> a thousand times better. They practiced. They practiced. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? A million times better. Mm-hmm. So. And Kazuchika Okada defending uh, or defeating uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi in about 21 minutes to retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Dude, there was Good like man. four Japanese people here in, in New Japan. <laughs> New Japan show. My girlfriend was asked, she was like, why? What, what, she was, are these people like they wrestle in Japan all the time? I'm like, well, like, most of them do. Some of them are from other companies. They're independent. Some of them are CMLL. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, no, fun show though. Mm-hmm. Like I literally watched both these shows back to back and it was, was so much wrestling this week. It was so much wrestling, but yeah. I, I, at no point was I ever like rolling my eyes. Like, Oh my God, I have to watch this. There are some yeah. things where like, I didn't pay attention to fully. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like fucking the eight man, 10 man tag at new Japan. I wasn't that Rocky Romero match. I'm not, you know, uh, the U S title match, the elimination chamber match. I'm not a big fan. I wasn't really paying attention to that. Really? Yeah. Uh, I wish I should, but it, I, I liked know. it. Um, I, I didn't like the participants, but I mean, it's the U.S. title. It, that's the that's the problem. What's if that? you're gonna have elimination elimination chamber, it should be for the world title or the universal title. It, it, for the intercontinental title, no, I, I'm not. I'm not okay with that. That's probably well, the intercontinental title wasn't even on the show. See what I mean, though? Those are mid card titles, and you shouldn't have a main event. We're going to do a Hell in a Cell for the TV title. What? No. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It was that. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I guess we'll end with uh, some good, some some positive news. Okay. Uh, cool. Before we get out of here, I didn't actually write this one down, but I'm pulling this up on uh, figure4.com. Uh, Jay Briscoe's daughter, Gracie, uh, she's out of the hospital. Cool. So right. the 12 year old Gracie Pugh was released from the hospital last week. Ashley Pugh, the late, the wife of the late Jay, uh, Briscoe posted a photo of them. Uh, so she said, uh, she posted a picture of all of them. She said, I got all my babies back together. Um, so she's on the road to recovery. Great news. Um, yeah. And, uh, the family, damn, uh, ads popping up. Uh, family friends uh, said Gracie has quote normal feeling quote normal feelings in both legs and is now able to do uh, some assisted walking. So there was uh, fear at first. She said she couldn't feel, uh, you know, yeah. her legs. Lower or whatever. Extremities, yeah. So that's great news. Um, and that's super great news that you can do assisted walking because that's just, you know, the beginning steps of rural recovery. That's very positive. So, Good luck, Gracie, with everything on the road to recovery. Um, glad to hear it. 
Uh, okay, I think that about does it here for us here at City Wrestling Radio late tonight, night. tomorrow, late night. I think we should just like remember how uh, we need to do like like an Arsenio Hall style like intro. Like I want like a saxophone playing, <laughs> like a like a, the dog pound. Yeah, like a '90s late night TV talk show vibe. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Segura, and we will see you next time. Take care and have a good day. Bye. Good morning. Whatever. Bye. <laughs> Guys, if you do like City Wrestling Radio, please take a moment to stroke our fragile egos and click the like and subscribe and even possibly the share button. We really do appreciate it. It does help out the show. And hey, the bigger we get, the more news you got coming down. So help us help you. All right. Like, share, subscribe, click it down below. Thank you.